Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You've read the pregnancy books, taken your childbirth preparation class, and maybe you've even assembled a crib by now. So what's next? The hospital tour. I'm Deanna Kay, certified childbirth educator and doula. And today we're discussing the ins and outs of the hospital tour. This is Preggy Pals. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit. I've got cankles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms, and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Stephanie Glover. Love to listen to Preggy Pals on the go? Then be sure to download our free app, available on the Android, iTunes, and Windows marketplaces. And we just released a new network app as well. You can listen to all your favorite New Mommy Media shows wherever, whenever you want. If you love Preggy Pals as much as we do, then please tell other pregnant mamas about it so that we can help support them as well. Here's Sunny to tell us more about the ways to get involved with our show. Okay, so we have some segments that I think you guys will really like. One is called Ask the Experts, and it is your opportunity to either send us an email or you can call our voicemail and uh, tell us what pregnancy questions you have because we have a whole team of experts that can answer it, and then we'll include your question and their answer on an upcoming episode. Um, We also have a segment called Pregnancy Oops, which I really like because it's a chance for everyone to admit the crazy, funny stories that happen to them during pregnancy, and we can all have a nice laugh. If you guys want to participate in those segments, you can go to our website and submit your story through the contact link on our website, or again, our voicemail. It'll go straight to voicemail. You don't have to talk to anyone. It's 619-866-4775. And also, um, I take a bunch of pictures as we're recording our shows for Instagram, so if you're ever curious, what does Sunny look like? What does Stephanie (laughs) look like? Who are these experts? Um, You can head on over to our Instagram page and uh, check us out in the studio. Well, I'm glad I didn't wear my pajamas then. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's uh, let's handle some panelist introductions. I'll go first. So, like I said, I'm Stephanie Glover. I host Preggy Pals. I'm also a trained childbirth educator. I'm working on my certification to be able to teach in hospitals and give these hospital tours eventually. Um, I have two little ones. My daughter Gretchen is four. I had her VSC section, and my daughter Lydia is two, and I had a VBAC. Brianne. Hi, I'm Brianne. I am a graphic designer and a stay-at-home mom, kind of do both. I have three children. Max is four and a half, um, and he was my C-section baby, scheduled induction that ended in C-section. And then Caroline is almost three, and she was a natural VBAC, and um, Lizzie is one, and she was also VBAC. Awesome. Um, that's it. That's it. Great. Thank <laughs> you for joining like, us. No problem. <laughs> How about you, Sunny? Tell us about oh, yourself. Yeah, I'm Sunny, and uh, I'm producing today's show. And I have four kids of my own. My oldest is five, just started kindergarten. Tear coming down my face right now. And uh, I have a three-year-old boy, and then I have identical twins that are 22 months as of yesterday. I'm a busy mama. Yeah. Yes, we all are. We're all busy, right? We're all busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sound familiar? 
If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. So before we start today's show, we are going to check out an app that is available on iPhone and iPad, and it's made by a company called Iodine, and the app is called Start. They just released it, and it's basically a medication manager for depression. So for the purposes of our new Mommy Media shows, we're going to talk about postpartum depression and how it can help with that. So if you have ever taken any antidepressants, you know, sometimes it's hard to tell if those medications are actually working and if there are any kind of side effects and if those side effects are normal. And basically, if it's worth sticking this whole thing out. And so that's what this app is designed to do. So when you first log in, it asks you some basic questions. It asks you to choose your antidepressant um, that you're taking and your dosage for that. And it asks you some simple questions about how you feel about certain things and some of the things you're trying to overcome with the depression medication. And then basically, it's going to send you notifications. It uses notifications on your phone um, to send you updates and to check in with you. It's like a little mini questionnaire to say, hey, how are you doing with this today? How are you doing with that? And you rate how you're feeling. And every two weeks, you basically take this questionnaire and you also can get a personalized report so you can reflect on the progress that you've made. And then after six weeks, the app will help you decide if the medication is working for you. And if not, it'll give you some options to discuss with your doctor. So this isn't something you're going to do completely independent of your doctor. It's just helping you track how you feel every few days. And the progress that you're making. Because who wants to take medication that doesn't work, right? And sometimes we forget we're like busy moms and we're multitasking. We're doing all this kind of stuff. So I wanted to let you guys kind of chime in on this app. Whether or not you take depression medication now or not, if you did, you know, do you like the idea of the app? Do you think this is something that could help you or other moms out there? Stephanie, what do you think? Well, I think the notification feature is key. Um, Because like you said, with mommy brain and not getting sleep or just with the distractions of everyday life, it's hard to remember to take a moment to reflect on how you're feeling. So I think being prompted with questions uh, regularly to help you evaluate is really helpful. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think the questions too, because a lot of times, even if you're trying to do it on your own, you might not know what types of things to be thinking about. Sure. So they ask you specifically. I think that's really helpful. Diane, what do you think? Well, as a doula, I do think it'd be an awesome app to be able to share with my clients as well, because there are women that ha- have postpartum depression and and, uh, and I mentioned before that I've had experience with that, so I'm on one myself. And when yeah. I first started taking it, I thought, oh, this isn't really working. And so right. I stopped taking it. And when I stopped taking it, then I realized, oh, yeah, I guess it's working. So <laughs> it would be not, it would have been nice to have something like this to rate myself, I, I, for myself as well. So it'd be good to refer clients to it as well as, you know, if you ha- have to use it yourself. Yes. Yeah. And like I said, it's available right now for iPhone and iPad and it's free. We love, <laughs> love free, free apps. <laughs> yeah. So check it out. We'll put a link to it on our website too. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So today we're learning the ins and outs of the hospital tour. Joining us here in the studio is Deanna Kay. Deanna is a certified childbirth educator and certified doula. She teaches childbirth preparation classes in a hospital setting and also gives those hospital tours that we'll be chatting about to expectant parents. Welcome to Preggy Pals, Deanna. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Awesome. So in your opinion, how important is it for new parents to tour the hospital prior to labor? I think it's a really good tool for them because when they're in labor and they come to the hospital, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, where do I go? You know, am I doing this right? You know, where's labor and delivery? <laughs> um, so it's kind of nice to know ahead of time when they have their wits about them to be able to uh, get everything organized. And then once they know where to go, then it's less of a stress for them. They're already stressed when they're in labor. Right. <laughs> everything is so unknown and exactly. it's just one less thing to exactly. worry about. Mm-hmm. So what areas of the hospital can they expect to tour typically? Typically they will tour a labor and delivery room. Room, and they will also tour the postpartum rooms. Okay. Um, they we kind of point out to them where the surgical suites are. They're pointed out where the NICU is, um, but those aren't areas that they're able to tour. Okay. And so, yeah. why couldn't someone peek into, like, say, the operating room? Well, it's a sterile environment. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? And there's maybe somebody in there being, you know, yes, yes, we operated don't need to all, see that. <laughs> yeah, no. That would be pleasant. So could you just maybe quickly walk us through a hospital tour you give? Like where would where would you meet your expectant parents and sort of what is the route that you take? Now, different hospitals do it differently. But the hospital that I do it at, they have a really nice um, PowerPoint presentation that they give ahead of time. So okay. then the the members are able to, to or the patients are able to familiarize themselves with the areas even before we go there. Okay. We also do a little a bit of instruction. We talk about epidurals. We talk about uh, what to expect when they get to the hospital and the kinds of things that, um, for example, IVs and uh, monitoring and that kind of thing. So they have a little bit of an idea what to expect when they get there, the the, the plan, so to speak. Um, and then after that, we take a little bit of a break and then we go upstairs to the labor and delivery room and we show them all the things that are available in there. Uh, at our hospital, they don't have handles for faucets. They, they've got the pedals, so we should kind of show them that. Because that can be a little confusing when you first get there. Going, oh my gosh, how can I wash my hands? Um, so uh, we point out where all the equipment is available, such as, or tools that I call them, washcloths, extra towels, <clears throat> extra blankets, and et cetera, all that stuff. All the Gowns. stuff partner needs to exactly, know. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then point out to them, um, well, our hospital has a peanut ball in every single room, so I show them where that is and how to use it. Uh, if they're going on medicated, I talk to them about asking for a 
birth ball to utilize as well and a rocking chair if they want that as well. Um, and so it's and an opportunity of, for exactly. you to just tell them what amenities sort of come within the exactly. space. And, okay. Exactly. And then point out all the different little quirks about it. Uh, the the um, nurse's call button. To right. when, when they hear an uh, alarm going off or whatever, oh my gosh, what's that? They can press the nurse's button and the nurse will come in and take care of that so that they're not have to worry about those I remember being so surprised at all the stuff just hanging on the bed and you yes. know, you've got the phones and the And like the big light. Oh, oh, yes, the big light. I, they have these two ginormous lights, and I always point out to them that these two ginormous lights are not cameras. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually lamps that are controlled by this funny-looking flashlight. And the funny-looking flashlight is a strobe light that goes wah, 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 wah. And, and they usually will point it towards the mom's privates. And if the mom doesn't know what that is coming at them, they can be a little disconcerted. Right. It's, it's a laser beam. <laughs> it's a camera, a laser. We don't know. <laughs> so I explain that to them. You know, okay. That they will utilize this after you have the baby to make sure there's no tears. Or if there is, it's an opportunity for, the, for them to find it and be able to repair it without having bright lights over all of them. It's just focused where it needs to be focused. Gotcha. And who typically gives the tour? Is it a nurse, an educator, other staff? Usually it's an educator. Okay. Nine times out of ten in most hospitals. It's the educators that give the tours. Um, and pretty much the hospital will have their own script that they're they're wanting the educator to follow. Uh and of course, as an educator, uh, I tend to teach. <laughs> That's kind of just what I do. Right. So sometimes my tours might end up being a little longer than some other people that aren't educators. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy doing them. And most people that have come to them are very um, glad they have. Very glad that they've gone through. And are they typically private or group tours? They're generally group tours. Okay. On occasion, um, I do know it at our hospital, if a couple has a hard time getting to a tour, the nurses don't mind, you know, if they're not busy, to show a couple of, you know, the, the hospital room. But for the most part, they're planned, they're scheduled, and they come to the tours um, in a group. About how many people usually are on those tours, would you oh, say? Oh, my goodness. Um, we've Probably having, can vary, right? <laughs> it varies a lot. Yeah. Uh, my last tour, I had um, nine couples. So it was a little crowded. It yeah. could fit them into a That's delivery good. room, I could imagine. Well, the oh, delivery room fits. It's, it's the elevators that are the oh, challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do a few rounds, right? Yes. Yes. Now, Brianne, did you tour your hospital? I did, yeah, with my first. Okay. Yeah, we we delivered in the same hospital after that, so we only did it one time. And it was amazing. Like, it was just so worth it for us. Nice. And especially for my husband. I feel like it eased so many of his concerns and fears. And for the husband, it's their priority and, like, their responsibility to get you there. Right. And so to and know, know where to go. Yes, yes. And to know, and like, at our hospital, labor and delivery is a separate entrance. And after hours, you have to do really special things to get inside and to get to the right floor because some elevators don't even open to the right floor. Yeah. Depending on the hospital you're that at. That was our first right. hospital. And so we were yep. talking about it mm-hmm. this week, knowing we were going to be here. He's like, tell them it's important to know where the doors are. <laughs> exactly. So, and because you're just not, you know, I, as the one, as the mom, you know, you take care of so many things and you kind of are doing a lot of it on your own, but you're not able to just take care of it when you're in labor. Exactly. So. Oh, and the other thing, too, is knowing where to park. 
Every yes. hospital is different, and the dad needs to know where to park and where to, you know, where do I let her off, or do I have to leave her by herself, or, you know, what can I do? Yeah, is there a valet? Yeah, exactly. do I need to run from point A to point B? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually that, that was a great segue, too, because it is so important for partners to know what to do. So obviously partners can join on the tour. Absolutely. Is it okay if um, you bring others, like other support people on that tour with you as well, or...? Well, in, in our hospital, because the tours are so crowded, we encourage just one. Just one, okay. Because you, if you stop and think, if, if the w- woman brings her, her partner and her mom and dad and everybody does that, <laughs> we're going to so have a herd much. of people oh, yeah. going down the aisles. And then, then it would become are, a, preg- or a private tour because they'd have five people. <laughs> well, no, but then those five people are with, you know, other couple totally because <laughs> it's a you know lots of people so trying to do that walk through the corridors with that many people can be very disruptive to the mamas that are already in labor right so we have to make sure that there's not too many people yeah so that's the and um Brianne you mentioned because you delivered at the same hospital you took that tour once and you felt that that was good it and... was good and my kids are close together okay so it was, so it was like, still pretty fresh yeah. in your mind but I would definitely do it again if it was further away or if I moved or changed hospitals yeah because it was like so worth it for me the first time and because um, I've known people that haven't done it and have really regretted it I would definitely always just know where I'm going and kind of get an idea and I think the amenities to know what's available and what you can ask for because the nurses aren't going to be like we have all of these things available for you they're busy with their job so you need to kind of know what's available so you can ask for it then. exactly right. and it also helps with their birth plan for example our hospital offers um, the uh, birth balls and the peanut ball and also aromatherapy and so again as you mentioned the nurses don't have time to tell them all this stuff so if they can get that ahead of time kind of jot it down in their little notes they can add that to their birth plan and bring less and bring less yep. stuff exactly, exactly. not to yeah. have to pack so much yeah and I um, I actually delivered at two separate hospitals so I've done two different tours and both were so so helpful um, I actually toured I've, well, I've done several tours but um, I toured my first hospital a second time when I was pregnant um, because I brought my doula with me who was less familiar with the hospital. And so Mm -hmm. I thought, well, this is a great opportunity. I'll just take some refreshers from it because I think they were in construction during Mm -hmm. my first time. So I think some access did change, which was helpful. And then she had the opportunity to be prepared as well as to where to go. I ended up switching providers. So therefore switching hospitals late in the game, did another tour, (laughs) but had to sort of relearn what to do, but very, very helpful. (laughs) So um, now how long does a hospital tour usually last? Usually, hours last about an hour and a half, depending on questions, and because I tend to, you know, want to do some more teaching, (laughs) sometimes it can last a little longer, but in general, probably about an hour and a half most of the time. Okay. So while on tour, um, you mentioned getting to learn some of the tools and equipment. Do you have the opportunity to demonstrate ever with um, any use of sort of tools yes. in the room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I kind of show them the bed, how the bed goes up and down and how it can recline and how the feet can go down because I talk to them about have, being in the throne position, which is if they get do, do decide to not have an epidural, that's a really good position that they can utilize. And what is the throne side. position? So the throne <laughs> position is where the bed is elevated, the back of the bed is at an angle, so she's kind of semi-reclining, and then the foot of the bed goes down, so then she can be like sitting on the throne. Okay. <laughs> put pillows under her arms, and she can either put her feet flat on the foot of the bed, so they're at an ang- they're at a 90-degree angle, or she can cross her legs or put the soles of her feet together and have the bed, the, instead of having the foot of the bed down, they can have it level. It depends on her comfort level. Okay. That's something that she would have to uh, 
try when she's in labor, see what works best for her. Because everyone's different, obviously. Uh, So that's one thing, showing them how to use the bed up and down. And I always kind of tease the the dads, do not play with the bed (laughs) when she's in it. Yeah. (laughs) Without her permission, especially. (laughs) It's not a toy. Right. Um, And then the other thing is the use of the peanut ball, because it's kind of new. Uh, and the research is showing how well it works for mamas with epidurals and with mo- mamas without epidurals, opening the pelvis. And so I kind of do, you know, kind of pretend like I'm laying on my side and I kind of shove it between my legs so I can show them how it opens the legs up more and it's more comfortable. We used to use pillows between the legs, but the pillows slip and slide and they don't stay. And it isn't as effective as keep, uh, keeping the, the um, pelvis opened as the peanut ball is. I've never heard of a peanut ball before. Am I, I know. Really? Person? No. no. Yeah, oh my goodness. Okay. It's like a peanut. Oh, it's a okay. large ball that's shaped like a peanut. So it looks like it looks like, you know, the Mr. Peanut Man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's big. And it has that little indentation. So you put that little indentation between your legs. And it really, really helps with the uh, mo- motion of the baby coming down through the birth canal and into the pelvis. Uh, a lot of times when the legs are closed, obviously, you know, or even, you know, the pelvis isn't open, then that can restrict the baby's ability to go down you know, to descend. And I always share that the babies will take the path of least resistance. And so if there's resistance, they're, they can, you know, kind of obstructs their ability to come out. So this is re- pretty recent. You know, our hospital, you know, once they found out the research on it, they bought one for every single room. So all of our rooms have it. And it's utilizable with moms with epidurals and moms without, which is cool because the birth ball, once you have an epidural, epidural, you can't yeah. use the birth ball. Yeah. So this is a really awesome um way to help moms with epidurals still have effective movement and get that baby down into the uh, birth canal. And they feel like a birth ball. Like I think it's the same exactly. material. So that exactly. Kind of and then they'll cover it, it with a, they'll cover it with a sheet. So obviously you're not going to have that plastic sticking to you. <laughs> so it's it's really comfortable. Most moms find it real comfortable. And Sounds I think too with like the increased, I mean, so many moms do come in planning to use some sort of pain medication for their birth. So giving them options ahead of time so that they know, oh, wait, I don't just have to lay down. I have some options you know, some, on my side exactly. with the ball. And so I side imagine side, that would be helpful, semi-reclining too. so that they know that they don't have to lay there like a lump. They can actually move. You know, yeah. Yes. Now, Brianne, when you took your tour, um, I know we talked about like the bright lights being yeah. sort of <laughs> jarring. Um, was, were there any other tools or features that you were maybe surprised by or really kind of made an impression to you? Well, the bed was interesting and good to learn about. It really is, like, overwhelming. I think if I hadn't learned about it, I'd be, like, eh, a little <laughs> nervous about it. Um, I think maybe something I wish that I had, like, paid more attention to, I just kind of discounted that I would end up in a C-section. It was just, like, not on my mind. I'm not, like, a small, petite person. I just thought, you know, I should have no problem delivering this baby. And so I just, like, tuned out, like, C-section information, basically, that whole pregnancy. Right. So I think just, like, keeping my mind open and, like, even preparing myself for that would have been better for me emotionally. So just, like, hearing what they had to say. I mean, I didn't even know, like, where I would be wheeled to. I just completely, like, tuned it out. So I that's think, what I would recommend. <laughs> I think that's actually an excellent point. I was just telling Sunny before we started recording that I, too, just never paid attention to the C-section part. Mm-hmm. And so I remember being wheeled to the OR and that being really scary it's for really me because scary. I did 
did just tune it out. Yeah. And um, being wheeled past the um, waiting room with all my family Mm -hmm. and just being confused because I didn't even know where I was going. Yeah. So I think that that's great is keeping an open mind when you're on the tour. And having questions for that available, like more hospitals are doing more like skin to skin in the OR. The different gentle C-section. Yeah. And and having, knowing kind of what you want out of your birth and asking those questions there. So if the hospital isn't quite what you're looking for, maybe then touring another one and seeing, you know, where the best place for you really would be. Yeah. And the showers. I remember some of the nurses apologizing for the showers being small. And then you walk in and you're like, these are small. I mean, I, some of these rooms have like the hugest showers I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't even think I had a shower in my in my room. No? Was, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I think some of them, like, I don't know how many hospitals now have, like, a shared, I know. That's what I have. Okay. Not not oh. with, but, like, I mean, like, it the sh- felt like it was, like, junior high camp. I mean, there was, like, a, a woman shower. shared yeah. shower area, right. you know, and stuff like that. I was yeah. surprised, too, the delivery rooms are quite large. Yeah. Depending. It's like, there's a lot of people could fit in this room. Right. And sometimes that's necessary, depending yeah. on what's happening in your birth. So. And then you get into the postpartum rooms. Oh, yeah. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> Did, didn't I just give birth to a baby? Don't I need more room now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, by the second baby, I, I just told my husband, like, look, I needed you after my C-section. I don't need you now. I had yeah. my baby. Like, just go home. There's no room for you. <laughs> please, <laughs> like, please. Plus, our toddler would like you home anyway. Just, yeah, just go. This fold-out chair does not look exciting. <laughs> no, no. They're not very comfortable. No. No. Okay. Well, when we come back, we'll discuss how touring the hospital can help you prepare for your birth by getting important questions answered. We'll be right back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. Today we're discussing what you need to know about taking the hospital tour. Certified childbirth educator and doula Deanna Kay is our expert. So depending on insurance coverage, geography, physician privileges, some expectant parents will have a choice in which hospital they deliver at, and some will not. Um, So are there some key questions for those who have a choice versus um, those who don't when they're on their hospital tour? Generally, um, the the people that come to the hospital tour at our hospital um, are members of that hospital. And so um, the only choice they would have in hospitals is where they live. So if they live North County, then they may go to a different hospital than, you know, people who live in South County. So it just depends. Okay. Um, I, I believe, however, that if you have a, a different kind of insurance, I imagine that you can go to whatever tour, tour whatever hospital you want, whatever ones you're thinking of, of going to. Um, so it just depends, again, as you said, with the insurance, whatever insurance you have to, will be dependent on which hospital you tour. Right. And so I know sometimes, have- too, because I had heard so much about, you know, locally we have a hospital that really prides themselves on 
on being one of the busiest, you know, maternal maternity hospitals. And I just, I think, assumed that that would be my hospital. I don't know why, but I picked a physician that was much closer to a different one. And I remember asking her, oh, so we're going to be delivering at, you know, hospital A. And she's like, no, I have privileges at hospital B, but it's really great. And I just remember just not even really being aware that that's how it worked. And I know mm-hmm. some OBs do have privileges at multiple hospitals. Exactly. And so maybe that's when you could take the opportunity to check either of those hospitals out. But I remember for me feeling like, oh, okay, that's just where that's just where I'll be delivering. Because <laughs> that's where my doctor goes. So. Um, and did, did you have a choice? or? Um, I think similarly, like if my insurance had provided or I had cared more, right. I was pretty happy with I, you know, part of like a big medical group. I was happy to go where it was. It was a little far for us, honestly, but it worked out fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I, I was comfortable there. If I, if I had a bad experience, I think I would have been more um, proactive about looking for something different. But And some hospitals too actually will partner together. I know that we have that in, in um, San Diego where I belong to a large medical provider as well. And where I'm at um, in San Diego County, it's it's further north and they have a lot of hospitals that are further south, but they partnered with like a hospital in the north area of exactly. San Diego County. Mm-hmm. So I could go there instead. So, you know, you may want to consider that too. And a lot of times they'll promote the fact, you know, they've got multiple partnerships just to make it easier because that is a concern. You want to make sure that you get to the hospital on yeah, time right. exactly. and you're not having a baby in the car right, right. So. <laughs> well and sometimes too you know we had um, an expert on a previous show actually she w- was a home birth mom but sometimes you have to arrange for a hospital transfer yeah. exactly and so getting your ducks in a row for that mm-hmm. and still yeah. taking that tour regardless yeah and, and uh, my sister-in-law she like as part of a big medical group she took like the tour for the main hospital where she thought she'd deliver but as like a second option because mm-hmm. she was doing a birth center birth and then really when she did end up having to go to the hospital she they were full and they sent her to a hospital oh across, my across town that she had not prepared before. for that though. it was a where could yeah. you possibly I know. send me so sometimes exactly. even our best like <laughs> right. plans you yeah. can do what exactly. you can yeah. and go from there exactly yeah. right right now, Deanna, in your experience, have you ever been asked any really interesting or kind of rare or funny questions on, on tours worth Well, I sharing? had a dad. <laughs> I had a dad once. It was kind of weird. <laughs> he wanted to know if he could do skin to skin first. Oh. Huh. And this was and I'm this like, wasn't a C section. No, was, this was at a hospital tour. Okay. You know, we talk about this, doing the skin to skin after the baby's born, and moms have the, the golden hour, and yeah. how moms need to breastfeed, and all this, and. <laughs> And that it's important for the baby and important for the mom to for the breast milk production, the connection, and also for breast milk production. And it was just kind of weird because he says, "So dad can't do it." I said, "No, no, dad can do it, but it needs to be after this because you know, just physiologically, this is what needs to happen at this time. That's we're mammals. (laughs) 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 This is what has to happen." And so I'm really trying to be nice, and he's like. He's like getting upset because he couldn't be the first to the first. Do skin and skin. I said, "Well, you know, you can ask your provider if you can catch the baby." <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But it was just that was kind of weird. Yeah. I died. That That's was just interesting. Odd. With the twins, um, it was a C-section, so we couldn't, you know, bring him to chest right away. But when when I was in um, the recovery room, my husband and I, that was the great thing about you know us having two babies is we actually did skin to skin at the same time. That's exactly. Right. You know, but we had two babies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> just a different scenario, yeah. right? <laughs> But it is special. I guess yeah. I could see them. Yeah, a husband wanting to yeah. be more involved. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And I remember too being particularly sensitive as a VBAC mom when I toured my hospital the second time. I remember there was a woman in there. I think she was on maybe a second or third um, C-section. So she had a scheduled one. But she was telling the whole room how great it was and how she was going to, like, get a tummy tuck or something after. And <laughs> oh my goodness. and I was having this major trigger because I had just passed the OR that I had my C-section in. And I was just – and my doula was, like, squeezing me. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll get out of here. Oh <laughs> and I remember I was like, stop telling moms they're going to get a tummy tuck. Because <laughs> oh they don't do that. No, they don't. Yeah, so I just remember, like, I guess I would tell moms, too, to just kind of go in with a clear head and um, try not to absorb other people's yeah. stuff. Baggage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because I remember Exactly. feeling very affected and, and knowing like okay next time I, I won't let that kind of stuff affect me yeah <laughs> so. wear earplugs I guess yeah. <laughs> Deanna thanks so much for joining us today for more information about Deanna Kay as well as information about any of our panelists visit the episode page on our website this conversation continues for members of our Priggy Pals Club after the show Deanna is going to discuss what you should do if you end up unexpectedly delivering and you have not toured the hospital to join our club visit newmommymedia.com As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, it's Sunny again. Now, before we wrap up today's show, I wanted to share with you guys a email that we got from one of our listeners. We love to hear from you guys. And this email comes from Veronica. And this is what she says. I have been an avid listener of yours for several years. When my husband and I were thinking about having children, I found Pregtastic. Now, for those of you out there who don't know what Pregtastic is, that is a audio podcast that I did prior to launching Preggy Pals and the New Mommy Media Network. So she says, I found Pregtastic via an iTunes search and began downloading and listening to every episode, starting with the last and moving my way towards the first. When I became pregnant with twins last year, I was enjoying the early episodes of Pregtastic. And at the end of my pregnancy, I was just finishing everything. Another quick iTunes search led me to Twin Talks. And to my delight, I discovered that you had become a twin mom (laughs) and were also on that podcast. And then from there, I began listening to The Boob Group. And The Boob Group is our show about breastfeeding. She says, I only wish I had discovered New Mommy Media earlier in my pregnancy so I could have listened to Preggy Pals when it was relevant. Thank you for continuing to educate and entertain new and soon-to-be moms via podcast. I will continue to share your podcast with my friends. And uh, Veronica, I just really appreciate you sending this to us. And who knows? I mean, maybe you'll be able to benefit from Preggy Pals if you have another baby, right? (laughs) But we really appreciate you sending this in. It, It means the world to us. And I'm so glad that you started with one show and you kind of graduated on to some of our other shows that's exactly what we're trying to do and it's great it's great to know it's working thanks so much 
That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Newbies for Moms During the Baby's First Year, Parent Savers for Parents of Infants and Toddlers, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples, and The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of new mommy media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.